Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 19 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, sitting right across from me as always is my pal DeQuincy. Hey people. And we've got one more football podcast in store for you this week. I can just hear scream, no, I thought you were done! <laughs> and I don't have another 45 minutes to waste on this! We're looking at predictions, um, award predictions, award predictions for the season. So we're going to look at everything from division winners to eventual Super Bowl winners. And some crazy divi- uh, some crazy prompt bets while we're in there. Um, you want to start off with the first prop bet that you made up? Sure. We're, gonna, we're trying to predict what's going to be the first play of the NFL season. Okay, so the first game of the season this year is, correct me if I'm wrong, Green Bay at Seattle? Yes. Sure. Thursday night, it's on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it. that's gonna be interesting. I mean, two really good teams going at it to kick off the season. Anything can happen. What do you say? Um, if you had to say the the most out there play for the entire season to start off with, what would it be? The most out there play, a flea flicker. That's the most out there play. The the most um, the the the, blah, blah. the decision that makes the most sense is just saying, oh, it's gonna be a run play, but. Uh, I would say it's going to be a play if action. If pass. you want to be, I say not way action. out there, but 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 not too conservative, just somewhere in between. What would you say play I, action pass? I'm, that's my decision. Play action pass. Okay, so and it doesn't matter what team has the ball first. Exactly, just the first play of the season. First play of the season. I'm going to say I'm going to say a 35 yard pass for a touchdown to kick off the season. 35 yard pass for a touchdown. Yes. When they kick the ball for the 35, and it's been a touchback about 70% of the time. Yes. <laughs> 35 yard TD pass. No, we'll, we'll go 45 yards. Go 45 yard pass. I wrote it down. It's in ink. 45. 45 yard pass. All right, there we go. So you ready to start with our uh, wagers? Sure. But um, one thing I want to let people know um, for the podcast, we decided um, whoever picked first, the other person couldn't pick uh, whoever they picked. So we can't pick the same player. Can't way. make the same pick. Exactly. That way, make it interesting. So uh, we're gonna start with passing yards. Which QB do you think leads the league in passing yards? Now, who's gonna predict first? You can go first on all these. I got no. I'm pretty sure all my sources will be different from you anyway, so go first. I'll, I'll, passing I'll be yards. generous and I'll uh, give you first. Okay, thanks. Uh, passing yards, I think I'll, uh, one more time, I think it'll be Drew Brees. Drew Brees? Yeah. Particularly why? I uh, want you to like talk so I can write this down. Sure. Well, he's he's always up there. I mean, he is pretty much guaranteed to, to be in the running for passing yardage, uh, or at least you know the top passer mm-hmm. in terms of yardage. Uh, Manning had a crazy historic season last year. I think there's a regression that we talked about in an earlier podcast, but um, you know, for Manning to regress is still like a career season for most quarterbacks in the league, anyways. But I still think it'll be enough of a regression to give Breeze the opportunity to to edge him out yards yards wise passing. Okay, and I picked Aaron Rodgers. I think he would come back from his injury to prove that he is one of the top flight quarterbacks in the league. Um, get back his belt, so to say. Uh, going over the odds, Drew Brees is eleven to four, and Aaron Rodgers is seven to one. 
So basically, for every, Drew Brees, you bet four hundred dollars, you win eleven hundred. Aaron Rodgers, you bet a hundred, you win seven hundred. It's good to know. <laughs> I mean, for any of you out there that are trying to learn how to bet, that would be me. Yeah, that would be. All right, rushing yards. Who will lead NFL rushing? Why don't you take this one first? Are you sure? Sure. Um, geez, I'm looking at the odds right now, and I think I'm going to go... Uh, why, why fight against this guy? I'm going with the best running back, bar none, Arian Peterson. See, okay. See, you use, you are, you're, he is looking at the odds. I'm just going with the heart. Not looking at any of the odds because really I don't. Well, I, I, wouldn't, Pearson, I wouldn't know how to read the odds. Yeah, I think Pearson is a the best running back in the game, and also have you seen what they have at quarterback in Minneapolis? I think they're going to lean on Pearson once again, and he'll be up there eight thousand, eighteen hundred yards. This is true. Uh, I'm going to go with Lashawn McCoy. It would have nothing to do with who's on your fantasy team, right? Uh, more or less, no. <laughs> but really. The Eagles lost to Sean Jackson, their number one receiver. They still have a pretty good quarterback in, in uh, oh gosh, his name is, is slipping me this time. Nick Foles? Nick Foles, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, well, he had a great season last year. He was a very accurate passer just by the fact that he gave up, what, one or two interceptions all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're still going to defer to McCoy more times than not. Okay. Uh, Adrian Peterson uh, has uh, is four to one. Lashawn McCoy nine to two. So next, we're going to receiving yards. Go ahead, man. Who has the most receiving yards in the league this year? I I think it's going. Let's see. Who could we go with? Let's. I want to go with someone that off the board, kind of off the board, or slightly away from the board, not totally off. Do you want me to give you some suggestions? No, I, I'm going to go with um, I'll go with Brandon Marshall. Again, he's on my fantasy team, but he still he still got that rapport with Jay Cutler, um, and I think he's he's in due for he's due for another big year. I'm looking at this. I'm trying not to pick uh, guys who are either a overly obvious or b who are quarterbacks that uh, have to share the ball on. That's why I didn't go with uh, Demarius Thomas, just because I think Peyton Manning's going to be throwing the ball to everybody in the sun, including the popcorn vendor. Um, I'm going with A.J. Green. It's a nice pick. He's definitely one of the top uh, receivers in the league. Also, who else does uh, the red-headed stepchild have to throw to? It's true. Brandon Marshall? You're not going with uh, Megatron? I thought about it, but... Um, you know, they brought in their new coach, Jim Caldwell, so I can see them trying to lean on the running game a little bit more. And they also have a um, uh, new receiver, Golden Tate. I can see him taking away some of the receptions from Megatron. That's what I'm going with. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Next category, 2014 NFL Comeback Player of the Year. I'll defer to you on this one. <laughs> Would you, I was going to say, would you like some choices before you had to make? No, no, that's okay. All right. Um, so I'm going, going straight from the heart on this one. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who you're going with. Dude. Uh, comeback player of the year. This is a difficult decision. You know, I'll go with defense with this one. I'll say Clay Matthews. Nice. I definitely had a down year last year with Clay Matthews. 
maybe he'll stop making so many Gillette commercials and get back to his play <laughs> on the field. Right. Um, your choice, man. Uh, I'm going to go defense as well. I think mm. I'm going to go one last time. I'm going to go with Troy Polamalu as, uh, I think, one last hurrah before he not really even to down. Not even on the board. Wow. Yeah, he just – it just didn't seem like he was out there that much. It just didn't seem like a, a Troy Polamalu type year for him. Which really hurts me because I do not know how to spell Polamalu, but then again, <laughs> no one does. Um since he's off the board, we're going to give you 100 to 1 odds on that one. <laughs> and Clay Matthews is 25 to 1. All right. Uh, first coach fired. That's, oof, boy. It's kind of hard to pick because you hate to see a guy get fired. Do you need to hear some, uh, some of the coaches? No. Uh, whoever's at the helm in Oakland, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, it's usually a pretty high candidate. Mm hmm. Um, I'll go with whoever's in Oakland. Dennis Allen? Yeah. Bastard, you stole my pick. <laughs> well, I should have first on that one. I mean, that's kind of a given that these guys are, you know, he's, the Oakland coach is usually uh, one of the first to be whispered. They have some coaches on here that I can't see getting fired, like uh, Ron Rivera. After the job he did last year, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Fisher, no, especially with the news coming out today that Sam Bradford tore his ACL in his right knee. Yeah. Um, Tom Coughlin, I mean, he's on his list for seems like seven years now. <laughs> Three years. A, a Mark Tressman, who is his second year and did amazing thing with the Bears offense last year. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tomlin, just because I, the Steelers don't really fire coaches. Last three coaches have been um, Tomlin. Uh, Cower, Cower, and before that was Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll. Yeah, <laughs> they've only had what three coaches in the existence of yeah. the team. That's pretty special. Mm. That is as, that is as exclusive as it gets. I'm going with Jason Jason Garrett. Uh, finally, you think this is the year? Yeah, I can just see them starting off slow, and um, what's the name? The owner, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, just getting off his rocker and just firing everybody. <laughs> okay, man. I'm very Two to one odds right there. All right. So let's go to the next one. What did I say? Next category. Who have the worst record in the regular season? Wow. We went through a lot of. T- we went through a lot of bad teams this year or this week. Mm-hmm. Um, in our team previews, uh, I, I think you have to go Jacksonville this year. They just don't have the team around them that, that can that can thrive in any division, really, mm-hmm. or that even has a chance to get out of the bottom. They, you could put them in just about every division, and they would probably finish last in that division. Jackson. Jacksonville is a really good choice. Also, Oakland Raiders. See, Jacksonville is three to one. Oakland Raiders are seven to two. I'm going up high. I'm saying it's. I'm, I already dogged them before, but I'm going with the. <coughs> sorry, with the uh, Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, wow. I just think, like I said before, this is just a year where everything goes wrong for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Let's see where they're at. Seventy-five to one. Wow. 
I can make some money off of that. <laughs> All right, so I'll just throw ten bucks down. Why not? Why not? So, um, I could, you know, throw some money on it. <laughs> Gambling's not illegal, is it? As far as I know, <laughs> you know, yes, it is. All right, uh, so this one, there are no um, odds because there's no way to really calculate this. But we're just gonna say uh, the most depressed fan base. Oh man, uh, I, th- I I think Arizona. You go with Arizona. Why do you say that? Yeah, I, you know I've talked about this before uh, mm-hmm. off air, but they they've come so far. Uh, they came so far with Kurt Warner as quarterback. Uh, they were in a Super Bowl, which they almost won and had a really good chance of winning. How far back are you going with this? With this, but ever since then, it's just gone downhill, and they've had a. I mean, just a revolving door of quarterbacks, of uh, running backs, and they're just not—they're not improving. They haven't improved uh, for—they haven't been good for a few years now. And they're in a tough division, so a division that's gotten better since the last time they were actually competitive. I have to say, Arizona wasn't even in my top five. I would have gone <laughs> Detroit, just because of Detroit, Minnesota, Oakland. Um, even I would say Cincinnati, but of course, my number one team, like I told you before, the most depressed fan base to me is the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> if we're going to talk about the past, they went to four Super Bowls and won none of them. Um, in the recent years, they haven't they haven't made the playoffs since the Clinton administration, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, in which they, they were. Almost robbed, pretty much. The Music City miracle happened against them. <laughs> what else? They their owners their owner passed away in the all season, and so now the team's up for sale. They've had to deal with um, these rumors of the team moving to Toronto for the past two years. It even had game home games played in Toronto for the past two years, and now, like I said, with their team up for sale, and the people are trying to buy uh, John Bon Jovi, uh, Donald Trump, and there's a couple other people as well. At the worst case scenario, your team is sold to John Bon Jovi and he moves it to Toronto. They start winning Super Bowls over there. The best case scenario is Donald Trump buys your team and keeps them in Buffalo. <laughs> and you're still depressed. Oh, and not to mention, it's going to snow another 50 inches over the winter in Buffalo. It's hard to argue with that. Hard or impossible. <laughs> what do we have next on the docket? Next up, we're going to some actual awards. Um, let's see Offensive Rookie of the Year. Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. Because mm-hmm. um, you got to find uh, rookies that are good and also those who will play this year. Um, do you want to uh, I got... The first time picks all up on my computer. Let's just see real quick. Sure. Let's see. Uh, I think it's. Let's see. If we're looking at first rounders, boy, it's kind of slim pickings. Mm-hmm. But I think because I am not going to go Johnny Manziel because I don't think he's going to get enough time. Same thing with Trey Bridgewater and with Blake Bortles. Yeah. Well, Bortles, I mean, we assume is going to be benched for the whole year. You assume that. I assume that he's going to be playing in the last four or five games of the season just because the crowd's going to demand it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with um, 
with Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Out of uh, Texas A&M for Tampa. Well, why do you say that? Well, I figure there has to be one bright spot on that team this year. And there aren't a, there won't be a lot of expectations on that team overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a decent quarterback in Mike Glennon who is capable enough, I guess, to, to get the ball to his hands. So, yeah, and I don't and I feel like after that depressing monologue you gave about uh, <laughs> Buffalo, <laughs> Sammy Watkins is probably not in the running. Yeah, I was going to say Sammy Watkins, and then I just remember what I said five seconds ago. Um, I'm looking through, like I said, I can't pick any quarterbacks just because I don't think they'll play much. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, geez. Odell Beckham, uh, wide receiver for the New York Football Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, I think playing on the opposite side of Victor Cruz, you know, a standout year, and he has a, I would say, up and down quarterback in um, Eli Manning. <laughs> but I believe that um, this will be his year. Giants. Fair enough. All right. So now we go to the defensive side, defensive rookie of the year. I want to go with, obviously, Jadavion Clowney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go, and, and because I think he was the best pick of the whole year. I mean, mm-hmm. he was the best pick in the draft. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Khalil Mack. Again, I think it's a matter of there has to be a bright spot on that team in Oakland. Wait, you say there has to be a bright spot in Oakland, but you couldn't pick a bright spot in uh, Buffalo for picking Sammy Watkins? It's too depressing. <laughs> oh, yeah. like Too much snow. <laughs> Like Oakland's done anything the last ten years. No, but I think it's it's a good chance for them to because they they actually picked the best available player mm-hmm. at their pick. I mean, this is a team that has literally picked made a first round pick based on him being solely the fastest guy in the draft in Darius Hayward Bay. Uh, not because he was the best available, but because he was the fastest guy. It seems like they finally made a pick that uh, a pick that uh, off which they can build, mm-hmm. and Mac is that kind of guy. He, he seems like he's going to be a powerhouse for that team, for any team. Really. So you're taking the guy that the Oakland Raiders picked that was the best player at their at the number five spot, correct? Right. I'm picking the best player that was in the entire draft, Zidanean Clowney. Just because I think he's going to pull the the uh, numbers playing next to J.J. Watt. Yeah, I mean... All eyes on him. And he's been great in the preseason. One of us had to pick him, and I, Thank I don't you. blame you. <laughs> Thank you for just letting him slip to, to me. All right. Next one. Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year? Offensive player of the year. Um, you know, I'm, I know you picked him earlier. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers this year. Mm-hmm. Um, while, you know, he, like, you predicted he'll lead the league in passing yards. Mm-hmm. I think he'll put it all together. He'll he'll dominate um, everywhere else and get score plenty of touchdowns, run for enough touchdowns, and really get back on track from years past. And, again, like you said, reclaim that, that World Heavyweight Championship belt. All right. So... <laughs> Um, offensive player of the year, it's either going to be a running back or a quarterback. It's never going to be a wide receiver because usually if it's a wide receiver because of what your quarterback has done. So 
Offensive that's why player. you're picking a wide receiver? No, that's why I'm picking the, the quarterback. And that's why I'm picking the quarterback who has to do the most work on his team. I'm picking Cam Newton. Nice. Guy who doesn't have a whole lot to work with, but is good enough to to get it done, I guess. By a whole lot, you mean nothing? <laughs> um, let's go on the defense side. Who's the defense player of the year? I'm going to go with J.J. Watt this year. I'm going to pick the Texan. I think he's still coming into his own. He hasn't even hit his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's still a monster on, on the defensive side. He's going to get plenty of sacks. Uh, he's going to energize that defense. And he's going to benefit from having, hopefully, a healthy defense overall. Uh, yeah, that's a great pick. Um, you know, we talked about this yesterday, and I had so much trouble with this one. Um I gave you a name, and I'm just going to stick with it. Richard Sherman, the best cornerback in the league on the best secondary in the league. I can see that. You know, and I actually, I'm just now remembering that conversation we had. I also mentioned uh, Darrell Rivas. I mean, he's got a legitimate chance as well. Mm -hmm. A guy who um, is finally playing on a team that he probably respects for what they do on the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a guy who is probably going to be motivated to to show that he is still that dominant cornerback. Yes, and like we talked about on one of the podcasts, Terry ACL is a two-year injury. First year you come back to tentative. The second year you believe in your knee, you're back to normal. Absolutely. So that's not bad pick. I expect him to be, you know, the top five cornerback that he was before his ACL blew out. All right, so come to the big one. Who is the 2014 NFL MVP? Boy, oh boy. I'm going to stick with... Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think he's fine. He's he's going to get back on track. Like I said, uh, he's going to dominate offensively, mm-hmm. and the numbers will speak for themselves. Um, that's a great pick. I'm looking at this list right now, and it's like, how can you go against Peyton Manning? Everything he's done in his career, and especially last year. The only thing that will stop him is voter fatigue and someone comes out of nowhere to be the best in the league. And, mm-hmm. and Rodgers is one of the few guys, along with Manning, who has enough weapons to spread the ball and, uh, I'm and sorry. do some damage. I'm laughing because on this site, um, what's his name? Johnny Menzel, odds of winning MVP are 75-1, to 1, and that's better odds than... Chris Johnson, uh, Joe Flacco, Arian Foster, and Frank Gore. <laughs> That's a lot of faith in Johnny Football. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Um, jeez, I can't believe I have to do this, but I'm going Peyton Manning. When I mean, in, when in doubt, go with the best player in the league. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not saying anything shocking on this show today, at least. So. I mean, yeah, it's, there's no surprise. That if you had to pick a dark horse, who would you pick? A dark horse, John Mitz? Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, replay that for people to hear that. So, <laughs> that's tough for a dark horse candidate. Because uh, the first person my mind went to on this list, my eyes went to, was Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he doesn't do enough on that team to get support for the MVP. Because they win, people talk about the defense more than they do what they do offensively. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go dark horse with, uh, you mentioned him earlier. I'm gonna, I, I'll buck the trend and say A.J. Green. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, if, if you really want to pick a dark horse out of nowhere candidate, it's it's a receiver. Like you said, it's a, your your MVPs are typically um, receive. I mean, uh, running backs or quarterbacks. But why not why not build a new trend with a young guy who, like I said, is the only guy doing front flips into the end zone <laughs> and sticking and, and to landing. Smith. Yeah. Okay. Let He's talented look. enough to to be the best player in football. Very much so. I mean, off the wall pick. I mean. I don't even see AJ Green's name on here. Wow. I feel like saying Cam Newton again because <laughs> if the Panthers were to go 12 and 4, it's basically because of what he did on offense. Mm-hmm. Again, his, the offensive plan must be just Cam Newton throw the ball up, run under it, and catch it <laughs> in the end zone himself. Um, went off the board with a wide receiver, so I guess I can as well. I can't. I can't. I can't find a wide receiver. You took one of the best ones in the league, except for Calvin Johnson. I don't feel like one-upping you, so I'll go running back instead. Let me try one running back. Do, 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 do. Sean McCoy, Adrian Peterson. I'm going Arian Foster. Really? Yep. Nice. Bounce back here for him. Totally. A total bounce back here for him. Why not? Get a little homer in me. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, so let's go to what our last um, belly of this podcast would be: your Super Bowl matchup and the winner. Boy, it's you know it, it. It's very tough, as we all know, to duplicate the success to duplicate success um, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think this. I think Seattle has a. Probably as good a chance as anybody to actually go to back-to-back Super Bowls. I'll go with Seattle from the uh, NFC. Seattle and AFC. AFC. Um, I'm going to go with New England on this one. They got better on defense. Brady is uh, finally, hopefully, going to have a healthy Gronk back mm-hmm. for a full season. Uh, and, and it's Tom Brady. He does what he wants. He's just going to continue to dominate. Until he says so. <laughs> whatever, whatever. I <laughs> do what I want. So, who's your winner? Seattle or New England? Uh, I'll go New England. I'm going to go New England all the way this year. Good choice. Okay. It's my turn. So, I'm really thinking about the NFC and what happens if I try to not pick Seattle. My girlfriend might murder me in my sleep. <laughs> Uh, so you don't have a choice. Yes. <laughs> Go I'm a man. Um, I'll go wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Out of the NFC, I'm going with San Francisco. You're obviously not a smart man. <laughs> but man nonetheless, I guess. This ain't my first girlfriend. This ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, sometimes you have to say no. Stand up for yourself. And um, in the AFC, I'm going with Denver. Okay. And I pick Denver to win the Super Bowl this year. Just because after last year, I think they just got that foul taste in their mouth. Just like the Spurs are going to make a run. The only thing they're going to see is that Super Bowl championship. And that's what they're going for. Hard to argue with. Um, any other bets that you wanted to bring up? Because I'm out. No, I'm tapped out as well. Tapped out. Now, yeah. I'm sure our listeners are tapped out after hearing nine podcasts. <laughs> Be thankful, people. 
Because you won't, you, you haven't got this kind of content before, and you sure as hell won't get it afterwards. We put in a lot of work, but mm-hmm. we uh, we think it's worth it. We appreciate all the love, uh, as always, and all the downloads and any feedback you guys leave. So we yeah, have, thanks for sharing. Because our, our numbers just keep going up every month, and, and we thank you. Yeah, and thanks for taking your time to, to join us. Yes, we have some writings coming down the pipe. Anthony's going to write about some concerts he'll be going to. I saw the finish of some baseball things and my uh, quarterback rankings um, finish on um, today. Hopefully, it'll be out sometime uh, later this week. Cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else you got to say, peeps? We're done. We're done. We'll catch you on the flip side. Look forward to hearing from you or look forward to you guys uh, hearing from us. Under 30 minutes. We've done good. All right. For Anthony, this is the Quincy. Later, babies.